Cool Jewel sex tape. No. Yes. Cool Jewel sex tape. Ah, I got a headache. That sounds ah. like that sounds like uh, ah. City fans to you. I just laughed really hard. Ex Man United goalkeeper Gary Bailey was once forced to deny rumours that he had no penis <laughs> after an Irish journalist. Entails. We're just getting an insight into Baker's uh, internet brand. No, 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 no. Do you want me to, do you want me to, no, 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 do you want me to tell you which one it is? Right, if anyone's listened to this and they think, oh, yeah, that's got to be true, you're mental. Dale Winton, oh my god. <laughs> you look like you've aged five years since you first started this podcast. Andy Vyman's longest ever soap record was with olive oil. Andy Cole once injured himself from slipping on some new soap that he bought from Tesco and hit a concrete dinosaur. Often people refer to Cristiano Ronaldo as the Tesco version Carlton Cole. Peter Crouch once walked into a well-known supermarket and ate a full cabbage in front of his whole family. Carlton Cole's family are not related to Peter (laughs) Crouch. Just don't say cabbage all the time. I get you, though. I get you. I get you. I get you. I get you. Uh, Another episode. Hello, Kolhad u Merha, Nesperau, Ti Tulgauri, E Episodi, Talun, Number One Podcast. Is that in Maltese? Yeah, that's in Maltese because we are the number one podcast in Malta. So we shout it out to Malta. Hmm. Big up Malta. Yeah, welcome to another episode of Goalposter Jumpers podcast. Um, we are very excited this week, Alex, to announce that we are now on Teletext. Yep. Just announced. Yep. To me as well. Are we on, are we on tele- How How does that work? Um, well, the popular current form of... Um, you know, news updates, teletext. Yeah. We are now on there. Okay. And you can also, you can you can play Snake while listening to us. Yes. On your Nokia 3310. Yep. It's all up to date year, Goalposter Jumpers. Very exciting news. Very exciting. We're up and coming. Top five this week. Just, what is top five? Yeah, but it took us a while, mate, to get going today. Do you want to tell the audience why it took so long to record? The, pr- the, the reasons for procrastination. The what reasons for procrastination. We have a different reason every week. Uh, this week was, if you want to head over to our Instagram page, look at our story. Yeah, um, no, we've, we've gonna we're gonna post this. Yeah, it was balloons. Basically, we're gonna, we're gonna put a post up. Basically, of it. it took us an hour and a half because we were start recording by because balloons. there are some hot air balloons in the air, and we wanted to dance outside in, in the hope them. that they all could see us dancing. And we had our goalpost for jumpers banner. Yeah, up, trying to get see if we get any. Um, well, it was just a piece of A4 paper, and we kind of quickly drew our logo on. Yeah, but yeah, and we'll be giving it away in next week's show. We won't. No, uh, top five this week. Come on, what is it? I don't know. You come up with it. Top five. <laughs> I can't believe he played for them. Right. Top five. I can't believe he played for them. This is. Players. Are you talking about the whole Manchester United squad? Uh, no, well, I could be. But it's mm. uh, it's five players that define you, it. Like, what do you mean? Like, right, is when it you see bad these transfers, players, is it not necessarily bad transfers? Some of them might be, but uh, when you see that player in that shirt, you think mm. you have that little. Ugh. He never played for them. Ah, that that sort of reaction. Yeah, and all of these, you're more than welcome to Google and have a look at them in the shirts because it doesn't sit right. 
it or bing sit right or you can bing them or ask jeeves ask jeeves another popular we format really, we really are stuck in the past to start it off though i've got a quick would you rather alex oh yes so we're going to make that a regular feature now yeah so your your turn to do would you rather you yeah. can ask me a really i mean this is going to be everyone knows what would you rather is mate yeah these are tough tough questions that we put to again everyone knows what would you rather each is. other and everyone knows so would you rather the, sorry everyone knows okay so would you rather for the rest of your life you have to wake up and lick of one of yossi banyan's armpits and tell him yum yum that's kosher Right, <laughs> Yossi Benoun's had <laughs> no, no, a no. bit of a grilling from us. Okay, yeah. Next one. For John Parkin, would you rather for John Parkin to put two weeks worth of his shit into no. a chicken madras curry as a special sauce and eat it live on our Instagram? So that's obviously current. Parkin was in the news because his p- a picture of his shit was accidentally seen in his camera roll on a tweet he put up. So what, what would you rather there, mate? Parkin's shit. Straight into it. You, did you say the rest of my life? Yeah, I've basically got to spend the rest of my life with Yossi Benayoun. And I mean, he's rich. Well, you got to look you, at the yeah, perks of it. His, have you seen his crib? You eat that shit, mate. Have you seen his MTV? That's cribs? it. Parkin's gone. Your family's gone. Did you know Yossi Benayoun was on MTV Cribs? It's the most awkward. Was his <laughs> five house? Minutes. Was his house a cardboard box? It was average. It was extremely average. It was so bad. <laughs> did did the cameras walk in and then they walked straight back out and they said, "Mate, you stink." There was a hamster wheel there and just yeah. a hamster wheel. Uh, no, he <laughs> he was on MT, MTV Crips. There's no he just way walked I'm into spend... the house. By the way, there's no furniture. <laughs> there's nothing in the house. Some ripped up no decorations. The there's just a hamster on the wheel in the middle. He's like. You are, guys. This is my hamster. That's all I got. <laughs> he's, I also, he's, um, I even showered. <laughs> I, I don't want to go too far in on Yossi Benayoun anymore, but I would not want to spend the rest of my life with him. Okay, well. So you're going so to... parking shit going as a madras. Okay. It's a one-time thing. I can get it over fair and done enough, with and I'm gone. Done. There you go. So, parking, if you're, if you're still listening, you know... He's no, pretty no, much no, no. said he will eat your shit. So well, if it no. hap- so if it happens, mate, it happens. You've got to do it. Well, so I feel like I've been backed into a car. I don't really have. You a said choice. it, mate. You said it. So the next one we've got, I'm going to ask a particular question of you in the audience. Yeah. Very quick question to test your knowledge of football. And the question this week is: Which five Italians played Premier League football for Manchester United? Let's see if you can get now. Uh, Italians that have played football for Manchester United. I'll go with Rossi, Damien. Yes. yes. Rossi, Damien. Um, Two out of five. Oh, God, I'm panicking. Rossi, Damien. This is your club. You should know this. Pathetic. I, I would, if you gave me five minutes alone no, in the room where I No, you don't get five minutes alone. Now I'm under pressure. Hurry up. Uh, Italians that have played for Manchester United Quick. would be also... No pressure. There's loads of pressure. Hurry up. Be quick about it. I li- <laughs> That's not helping. Just think about it. <laughs> Just think about the answer. I'm trying to think. Italian footballers play for Man United. Say say the answers now. <laughs> so I've got Rossi, I've got Darbian. Say it now. You've got two out of five. Uh, You've got to eat parking shit. You've got to eat parking shit. That's still playing on my mind. No, no, don't repeat. Just think. You've got to think. Okay. Otherwise There's going to be some audio silence then. Okay. I'll give you some audio silence. Okay, go. To think. Okay. About it. Right, if... No, no, you said audio science. Instead of talking, you should be thinking. So you haven't got it. 
Okay, so let's see over the course of the show if Alex can get it, and if you guys can think it. Up next is our top five list. So it's players that we can't believe you played. they played for them. We're going to kick it off with number five. Number five is Hector Bellerin. Hector Bellerin at Watford, of all places. That's mental. 2013-2014, yeah. In my head, Hector Bellerin's only ever played for Arsenal. Yeah, like he was born... In the Emirates. He's even got a Cockney accent, I suppose, Watford's only up the road. He's also very stylish. Well, and yeah, he's part, part-time part footballer, full-time model, uh, Hector Bellerin. He made eight appearances for Watford back in 2013-14. A lot of these are loan deals. Okay. My number one isn't, but Doesn't a lot matter, because it's still... still it's still weird. You, yeah, still you weird. see him, a picture of him in that shirt, it yeah. looks weird. So that's number five. Yeah. Number four. That's a good one. Jesse Lingard for Brighton. Oh, I thought you were going to say Man United because I can't believe he plays for Man United. Jesse Lingard for Brighton, full-time England international. You can believe he plays for again for England. Uh, but there's, there's a whole list England. of clubs here that you could you could really put in there. But um, Jesse went there 2014, made 15 appearances. The, that was in the Championship, wasn't it? Scored three goals. Yeah, and he yeah. also played for Leicester, Derby, and Birmingham. In See, the I remember that. But I follow Championship football, obviously with Cardiff being yeah. a Championship club primarily. But yeah, what did Jesse Lingard do on his debut for Birmingham? Um, he put on the kit. Yeah. Walk didn't he walk out onto the pitch? He put the kit on, walked out onto the pitch yeah, with you, his boots on. You're hot, you're and, warmer. And he kicked a ball a few kicked times. A ball a few times. Yeah. How many times did he kick it? Once. Into the net? Once. Four times. Oh yeah, no, I remember. I remember him yeah, and everyone was talking about it and everyone was like He's gonna this be, guy is gonna yeah. be massive. Yeah. Yeah. And the uh, oldest teenager, the oldest youngster in football, Jesse that's, Lingard. That's when he made his name, and next season he was playing for United. Um, that is number four, Jesse Lingard. Okay. So number all of these, you've got to you've got to couple this with having a look at what they look like in the shirt because it does look weird. Number three, can we do is, the can we do the numbers by the way in Maltese? No, number three is Harry Kane. Harry Kane for Norwich City. Norwich City. That was back in 2012-2013. The current England captain... Okay, number three is Tielta. Tielta. Hmm. Okay, Tielta. Number Tielta. Number Tielta. Kane. Norwich. Three appearances. Zero goals. Um, Yeah, I I remember that particularly. That's that's how I remember him. No, but I also remember... That was the first I I saw of him. I remember him on... I remember him on loan to uh, Millwall as well uh, in the Championship. There's no way you remember that. Yeah, I do remember it. I remember I remember Harry Kane. The first I saw of him, I think, was on Match of the Day. I might be way off. I think it was on Match of the Day playing for Norwich. What do you mean? How could I not? It was only 2012, mate. I know. Like, he scored seven goals in 20 games or something like that. You've just... You've just no, I just know it. <laughs> I'm just Google it. No, <laughs> but I... Harry Kane's I, no, I, re- I remember him playing in the Championship and yeah. he was kind of average. Yeah. He was all right. Well, Harry Kane, obviously... Best striker in the world. No, he's not. Arguably, best striker in the world. No, he's not. Maybe best striker in the world. In my opinion, Harry Kane, best striker in the world. Um, he's not. Played for Norwich. Yeah, three appearances back in 2012, 2013. Season. Yeah, that's a weird one. I'll give Didn't you that. Score. The next one Wait, is Nech- probably Wait, the Nech- opposite. It's number Tunisian. Tunisian. And this is the only one that I think it's the opposite way around. All the other players are good players who've played for lesser clubs. This is a bad player who played for a 
unbelievable club. An unbelievable club. Right, okay. Which is Nicholas Bentner for Juventus. Juventus. Yeah. Nine appearances, zero goals, 2012-2013. Bentner actually former clubs, Birmingham Forest, Sunderland, maybe where he belonged, uh, but Juventus. That was, I remember when it happened, because Lord Bentner, they call him, don't they? Like, ironically, they call him Lord Bentner, because he once said he was one of the best strikers in the world and at that time got to have he, confidence he, yeah no that's great but he barely scored for Arsenal and he was saying that yeah. and somehow his agent literally must have he could sell ice to an Eskimo I can't remember this period in Juventus's you, you, you follow Juventus a little bit more than me but 2012 2013 mm. where were they at do you remember yeah they were had win- they just winning Serie A? Really? Yeah, like I thought this yeah, was when they just I, I, come. If I, if I remember correctly, um, like Del Piero was aging. I think they were just extremely straw, uh, short on strikers. It was like an Adebayor for Real Madrid situation, which yeah. is another one which I think you could have put on the list because it, it was like a weird transfer. That one did work out with Adebayor. He scored a few goals for Real Madrid. Yeah, I remember. Um, like Javier Hernandez for Real Madrid. People forget that. Yeah, but Bentner for Juventus. Didn't make sense nope. from the moment he signed nope. and the moment he stepped on the pitch. I remember reading Juventus forums and they were like, this guy is a fucking donkey. No, you can't, you can't believe signings like that, Nicholas Bentner to Juve. If you'd have, if you'd have read that as a transfer rumour at the it time, honestly, you probably wouldn't have believed it. it, on, it and then it, it happened. It didn't make any sense whatsoever. Like, the, the guy in his prime hasn't really done much. He scored a few goals for... You know, Obviously, where Juventus are now, yeah. in particular, they're back to being like kind of a superpower what team. Se- a super what season club. was it? Uh, 2012, 2013. Yeah, well, that's when Antonio Conte was manager. They won Serie A, won the Supercoppa, you know, ch- quarterfinals of the Champions League. It was you when. You saying Bentner helped? He didn't help. He had like three appearances, didn't he? Nine. Oh, okay. Well, that was when they had like Vucinic as their top scorer. Nine important. Tour of Adal was their top scorer. So there's a bit of a pattern there. Right. You know, they their top scorer is a midfielder. Yeah, their, it, their goals weren't coming from up top. Yeah. So Quagarella, Alessandro Matri, sorry to keep going, but yeah, they're, they're, it was a pretty, like, Sebastian Giovinco was still playing for them. Good player. Yeah, great player. But, you know, Nicholas Bentner obviously was there. Analka. Yeah. Yeah. Was there the same season? So nine appearances for for Juventus, Nicholas Bentner. So all of these players all look very strange in in these tops. And this number one is probably the strangest for me to look at. Not too long just ago, it do, just because it doesn't match. Yeah, it just doesn't look right. Um, right. Okay. So. Another player that played nine times for one season and didn't score, just like Nicholas Bentner for uh, Juve. And just before you tell everyone who it is, this is number Huada in Maltese. Number Huerta is Robert Perez for Aston Villa. Mentor. World Cup winner. Um, he he made, was a yeah. brilliant player. 2010-2011. That is, that is always strange for me to he go back He was really old from memory. He would like, have been... Yeah, it would have been late 30s, I would imagine. Well, he started playing football in 1993. Oh, God. So that's... He's 45 now. You know... That was the a, he, a he top was, player He was like us. 35, 36... Scored, uh, played nine games for them. Nine games. That was it. And he was a Villarreal the season before, wasn't he? Villarreal, uh, where was he before Arsenal as well? Marse- Marseille before Arsenal? And Mets, yeah. I mean, Mets, was he? Yeah, he scored a lot, 62 goals, 189 games for Arsenal, yeah. which is 
a great return for oh, a winger. Yeah, great return from midfielder. Field, yeah. yeah, fantastic player, Robert Perez. But yeah, to me, always looks so strange in that Aston Villa top. It's weird, isn't it? Do you know? Yeah. Do you know what? When you sent me that image, I it was almost like I I thought, oh, well, that doesn't count. That that must just be like a testimonial match. Yeah, for someone. Yeah. Well, it pretty much. I mean. And, and then I looked it up, and then it all came back to me. I was like, yeah. "Oh my god, that's such a weird signing." Yeah, they're, they're a lot of them are very strange, and it's almost like an alternative universe that you're, you're living in. So, uh, yeah. I know that you had a few that you wanted yeah. to run by me. I'll give it to you. It was a good top five list, but I think I got some better. I came okay. up with them when I was walking the dog earlier. So your top, your not your top five, but your your little players that I haven't I haven't come up with that played for strange clubs. Yeah. So I've got. Are you going to ask me? Are you going to ask me no, to name the... I won't tell you the club. You've got to quickly guess. You've got two seconds up to guess each this one. It's like the Italian thing. Uh, over well. again. So, Sol, Gam- Sol Campbell and Kasper Schmeichel. Sol Campbell, I go Notts County. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, Kasper Schmeichel once shouted at me once he was playing for Notts County. Oh, when you were a steward at Hereford? Yes. What did he say? Uh, I took his goal away and he told me to bring that fucking goal back or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, sorry. S- sorry, Casper. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I was taking the goal off for him. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, okay, Gravison. Thomas Gravison, uh, Real Madrid. Yeah. Um, you're going to know this one, but I think it's a very good one. Uh, Bellamy. Craig Bellamy. Craig Bellamy could be anywhere. Cardiff. Yeah, which was mental. He used the play of the season the year before in the Premier yeah. League for Man City. For City, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a strange move. It was because he fell out with Man City, uh, uh, Mancini and he had family that, issues. That was in the Championship. Yeah, it was when crazy. When Parkin was playing for. Yeah. 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 That was that was a weird that is a weird sign. It's a drop down when you you've had probably the best season of yeah, your when career. Yeah, he was the season where he scored those two goals against United, wasn't it? Yeah. Like destroyed Real oh, Ferdinand, yeah, yeah, yeah. arguably one of the best defenders of Premier League history. Thanks for bringing that up because Michael Owen scored a last minute winner in that game. There you go. No, it wasn't. It was a different game. No, it was that it game. It was 4-2 to Man City. No, Craig Bellamy scored that. Are you talking about the goal from outside the box and the goal where he just nicked it past? Yeah. Yeah, that was the game where... 4-2 to Man City at Old Trafford. No. It was. Wasn't. Oh my God, it was. Oh my God, it wasn't. Where he nicked it past Rio, ran down, and then the other one, he he dropped it onto his right-hand side, right right foot, and smashed it into the top corner. That was the goal where Michael Owen scored in the last minute. Oh, the one where it was 4-3. Oh yeah, you did win. Oh my God. It's almost like you know your own club. It's almost like, yes. Next up. By the way, mm. if Google didn't exist, me and Baker would still be having this argument and he would be ripping his shirt right now. Shut up. Okay. Gattuso. Uh, ooh. Gattuso. Okay, go Time's for it. up. Which Rangers. One? Did Gattuso play for Rangers? He did. There you go. Wow. That's the kind of reaction we want, isn't I it? I didn't know that. Mm. George- when, did he, when did he play for Rangers? 97 I think off the top fuck of my head. off yeah genuinely so before he was like good to so good to so yeah oh yeah. wow I didn't know that there you go uh, George Weir who is actually the president of Liberia yes uh, he played did he play in America Chelsea played eight games for them did he played in the Premier you League you think of yeah. George Weir you think of AC Milan scored ridiculous amount of goals yeah. for them Chelsea yeah okay George Best George Best played for you could name a host of clubs. Somewhere, something, some a team in Ireland. But I'm going to go with Stockport County. Wow. Mm, Bournemouth. I mean, he was fucked pretty yeah. much at that point. Okay, another one. Robbie Fowler and Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Uh, they played for Cardiff as well. Yeah, again. I saw them play against... We're, we're great for this kind of question because Marouane Shamak. 
Marin Shamia, yeah, you've had some strange players. Really weird. Casper Schmeichel play for us. Uh, Owen Hargreaves. Hargreaves at somewhere in Germany. Bayern Munich. He played oh, I thought a we were lot use... of games for Bayern oh, Munich. I knew he played well. for Bayern Munich. I thought yeah. it was going to be someone else. No, I know, but I think a lot of people. Did he play for anyone else whilst he was in Germany? The other Hamburg one I added for him is he played for Wales under 19s. Did he actually? He did. Because he's part Canadian, Welsh, and English, and he played, played for, for us Germany in the as well. Milk Cup uh, when he was young, and left us in t- the year two thousand to play for England after mm-hmm. the approaching It's a whole story. Uh, next up, uh, we've got what's that? Is it Fallin? Who? The West. Um, def- <laughs> I'm just searching it now. You don't know how to pronounce it. Um, I don't. Oh, Julian Forbert. Julian Faubert. Yeah. Faubert, F-A-U-B-E-R-T. Oh, okay. I don't know how to pronounce Faubert. it. Julian Faubert. Who does he play for? Real Madrid. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And just to add to that list, Jonathan Woodgate. I think Lentil. I think you could have quite a few players that have gone from top clubs to those mm. just middle, mid-table Premier League clubs that have just got money. There'd be loads of them, wouldn't there? Yeah, in, in 10 years' time. Julian Faubert from West Ham to Real Madrid, bearing in mind. Yeah. On loan. Yeah, since when do Real Madrid loan players from West Ham? I think they, they, I mean, they, they do. It's, they fill, they plug holes, don't it's they? It's the equivalent of when you've got a FIFA career, or a football manager career, and you've got no money left at all, but you've just got no right back left, and Fober is free. Yeah, you got to bring someone in. Okay, I came up with all these. By Keep the going. Way, yeah, I like when these. I was walking, I like these. I know Arbeloa, Alvaro. Well, Real Madrid, West Ham. West Ham's a good one, but also Liverpool to Real Madrid. Yeah, that's a strange one. How he got that? A bit more strange that he played for West Ham uh, after Real Madrid. I feel like that's more his level. Although yeah. Spain, Spain but liked him. What is the West team? Ham Real Madrid connection as well? Crazy. Okay, Matt Jarvis, Matt Jarvis, and Jay Bothroyd. Matt Jarvis played for Wolves. Just think he about what I just for... said. Just think about what I just said. Matt Jarvis. Oh, Jay Bothroyd. Jay, Jay Bothroyd also played. Away Japan Is Both they playing in Japan have played for England Yeah that's weird Have they both played in Like Jay Bothra is now in Japan Isn't he yeah, or China in, or No he's like in that. like uh, Singapore or something Yeah he's in Australia Yeah no one cares about that But like That's crazy that they played for England Like Bothra was on the season of his life And scored. In the championship As soon as he got called up to no, England didn't He didn't pretty much score another Did goal. he score? Did Jay Bothra score for England? No he set up Peter Crouch I believe Dave Nugent scored for England Dave du- Nugent How about that? There you go This is just This is bloody you know Podcast gold go. this is Last one Pele Rushton and Diamonds Pele huh? Rushton and Diamonds What do you mean? Oh I, I lied Oh <laughs> Next up Two Lies and the Truth <laughs> Two Lies and the Truth Welcome to Two Lies and the Truth The two part of the show the Where as we know by now I Tenth episode you know by now. Uh, I tell Baker three stories I tell you guys three stories You've got to pick which one is the true story and which are the two that I've made up so you've got to find the true story amongst the the lies as I'm wondering now like while you say this I'm worrying a bit because how will this come across on teletext because it's all text uh, it's going to come up like in like a live chat sort of thing and to find us on teletext just uh, head to askjeeves.com okay now. enough about the teletext uh, so we'll start with story number one yeah this is a good one this week what's the title I this like your titles it's a good one Story number one, shot stopper. Hmm. That is goalkeeper, Dusko Krotalakia. 
Kardelakia was once shot in the head during a game and didn't notice. The ah, Bosnian okay. complained of a headache during the match but continued to play. Oh, after you would 90- get a headache? After the 90 minutes was you up, would get a headache. he began feeling worse and was rushed to hospital only to find he had been shot with a 9mm um, and the bullet was lodged in his skull. No, getting shot in the head isn't someone throwing a paper airplane from the crowd like, ah, oh, mate, you just shot me in the head. I'm trying to play Shot yeah? stopper. He stopped a shot. What do you mean he was shot in the head? He was shot in the head and didn't notice. Right, number two. No, didn't have it. Number two. Number two is Crocodile999. That's Australian (laughs) side. Acacia Ridge once fielded a saltwater crocodile after running out of substitutes. Uh, Goalkeeper Andre Newman was taken to hospital after dislocating his shoulder, leaving the Aussie side no other option than to bring on the 12-foot reptilian. The game ended in a draw. If you knew nothing... (laughs) The game ended in a draw. (laughs) If you knew nothing about the sport of football and you just happened to download Apple Podcasts right now and we happened to appear... And you're like, oh, listen to that. Oh, okay, I want to learn about football. And you accidentally skip to Two Lies and a Truth. You would think that football is full of absolute <laughs> morons. Oh, so I got shot in the head. Ah, oh, Now, the saltwater love. crocodile played in goal. I can't get home. I, why not? Oh, shot the game head. was a draw. So why... Number three. Why? Number three why? is Ravioli relegation. That's Iranian oh, first story. division side. Malavan were relegated last year because of Ravioli. The team were no, decimated after a bout of food poisoning from the ravioli they all had the night before the last game of the season. Malavan was safe, but for a 10-goal swing in goal difference uh, on the league's final day of fixtures, Kashgai Shiraz, the team below them, won 4-0. And after losing the final game 6-0, uh, Malavan were relegated from Iran's top division. That is ravioli relegating I stopped listening team. as soon as you said ravioli. Iranian team Malavan. Have you actually, this week, just typed in true <laughs> ravioli-based football stories on Google? Because <laughs> I know it's not true already. They never... Tr- Why do you keep doing ravioli stories? I don't even remember what you've said this week right, because so we've got no, le, le, I don't remember the second and third stories because I was too focused on a guy getting shot in the head and got- treating it like he just <laughs> had a little scuff on his leg after falling over. So the goalkeeper um, got shot in the head and didn't notice. No, he didn't. And um, after 90 minutes was up, he was rushed to hospital and realised that he'd been uh, shot in the fucking head. Did the doctor say, "Hi, mate"? You are a moron. <laughs> and then you've got the Australian side. That's Acacia Ridge uh, fielded a saltwater crocodile after running out of substitutes. Um, the goalkeeper at the time. Hang was on, where was the crocodile? Um, Chuck someone on from the crowd. No, the crocodile was named. Can anyone here play football? And then one guy puts his hand up and they he's put the just fat as fuck. To be fair, you're one on one with the crocodile. You probably you're probably not going to go anywhere near it. I mean. You a lot of long shots that day. Ball. And then you've got the ravioli story, which is Iranian's first division side, Malavan, relegated because of ravioli. That is the food poisoning the night before the last game of the season. So we've got those three stories. Shall we try and rule out one? Just why would you put a crocodile on? Like, ask someone in the crowd. Did a fat guy just put his arm up and he's like, I'll play. And he was so fat, the managers are like, oh, I feel like nah, we got a crocodile in the changing room. these questions because I feel like you're leaning towards this being the true one. No. The ravioli. last one. No, the worst, part, the worst part about this is that the ravioli one is the least likely to be true. <laughs> the least likely. 
Yeah, the most, the most likely. likely. Most likely. Right, and that's so you've worrying got me. The ravioli relegated. Why team. would you put a croc? Was it a friendly? A match? crocodile. It's a preseason. Uh, <sighs> Let me have a look. It's just these are just stupid. These are stupid. I. It doesn't. I don't. It. Australian team once fielded a saltwater crocodile. That's all I've got. This honestly, it fries my head. And then someone was shot in the head. Didn't notice. That's the Bosnian goalkeeper. And he every, was rushed to hospital. Every but he week, played the ninety minutes. Every week, I think you're going to run out of mental stories to break. Every up. week, I think I'm going to run out, and then I find something. This a little gem. sport is fucking weird. Right, let's mate. rule out one. Let's rule out one of them. Uh, shot in the head. So you rule <laughs> a shot in the head. So you rule out shot in the head. That is the Bosnian goalkeeper did not get shot in the head and not noticed for an entire ninety minutes. Yes, yeah, ruled out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you got yeah, two. Yeah. You got yeah. two left. So you've got either the saltwater crocodile or the ravioli relegation. I'm going to rule out the crocodile, Alex. Crocodile 999. Yeah. Actually, what is the and Australian you, number rule for out the ravioli. emergency services? Uh, I'm so going to rule go- out this feature. So you're going to go, are you going to go with ravioli? I'm, I have to. So ravioli relegation, you think an Iranian side was once no, but relegated can, uh, because of a bad batch of ravioli the night before. The crocodile thing, I can only think that the crocodile thing happened... Out of like you know, it's their mascot or something, and it was to generate publicity. It like it's, but it's still, still though, no. <laughs> but why would you? But think about this. Why would you? The goalkeeper dislocated his shoulder and was taken to hospital. They had no subs left. So put anyone on. Salt water crocodile. Put anything on. Put a water bottle in goal. <laughs> so crocodile. Okay. Put a fucking. Can you imagine football him? boot in goal? Can you goal? imagine him running on like? Why was there a crocodile in the stadium? In. I don't know. But you're going with the ravioli story. I'm going with the. <laughs> uh, bah. Right. You've picked it. You've picked the ravioli story. You're going with ravioli relegation. My. My task for myself this whole series has been to hopefully get you to pick a ravioli story. I'm not picking it That's though. The you picked you've it. Made, no, you've it's chosen recorded. me to pick it. Everyone's heard. You've picked it. You've chosen the ravioli relegation. All right. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Do you want to find out? So I've, yeah. Okay. Do you want to find it's out? It's at the end of the episode. episode. Everyone knows it's at the end of the episode. Just say it's at the end of the episode. The answer is be way easier for me to edit the episode if you just said at the end of the episode at the end of the episode yeah at the end of the episode okay well done was that so hard okay twat twat well I don't have a song I honestly don't have a song for twatless this week I forgot I forgot on the drive up here mate I forgot to make a song do you want to make one up um I'd be embarrassed. It's like twat, and that's the way it is. Welcome to the twat list, ladies and gentlemen. That was improvised, and I hope you enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it? It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. Yeah. No, it's a different song. Oh. That's, um, it's tricky. I was singing Run DMC. And it's uh, like It's like that, yeah. I thought that was the same song. More importantly, I can't believe we have the twat list. Yeah. Uh, the only thing about the twat list I look forward to is your song, which you have failed. The what the thing you I look failed. forward to in terms of the twat list this week is we have a forfeit. <laughs> so if you don't get the twat list, this uh, I basically have a goalpost of jumpers coffee mug, mm. which 
the I made a coffee in it hmm. three weeks ago, <laughs> and there's a little bit left. Yeah, and basically I stepped into my car a few days ago, mm. and it stank. The whole car stank. Which is why I'm glad you bought it. And I in found today. the source of the smell, and it's this. And if you don't get <laughs> twat list, you have to smell it for a whole two seconds with the top off. Federico Makeda. You have to. I haven't opened it. Federico Makeda. Okay, so. Makeda. Another Italian that played for Man United. Well done. I came up with it. Proud of you. Yeah, I can't think of the so other So, going on to the twat list, uh, I basically name someone in the world of football who mm-hmm. I deem is a twat or yeah. has conducted twatish behaviour yes. of some sort. They might be a lovely person. Who Baker thinks a twat, not necessarily who you guys think is a twat. Yeah, and you've, well, you, Alex, have got to guess it, and the audience, yeah. through the use of three cryptic clues. Cryptic being an understatement. Everyone else seems to get it other than Alex, which three tends to frustrate shit him clues. quite a lot. I really hope I've got I I you don't get it so you have to smell that cuz it's near me and it stinks wash, so bad wash your mugs bro <laughs> yeah so go on yeah was, kick it off what does Clean wash your mugs mean just wash just your mugs laughed awkwardly just wash your mugs bro oh just actually wash just my wash mug. your mugs <laughs> Right, so there's nothing. There's no extra meaning, no deeper meaning to that. Just wash things. No, because then you get to smell them when you don't get the twat. Okay, go on. Number one, clue number write these one. Down. I don't is, like this. Oh, that's sorry. I've got loads of Maltese translations. I was going to say on the podcast, but I chose not <laughs> Just to. Just don't. It's fine. It's fine. They're happy. I feel we like plug. we shouldn't cater our podcast solely for for Maltese people. Nice place to go on a holiday. Clue number one. All right, mate. No, sorry. Wrong. I've done that on the wrong pitch. Oh. All right, mate. No need to be a dick, is there? That's clue number one. Clue number two. What? Famous David Brent quote from The Office. Famous David Brent quote from The Office. So don't worry if you don't watch The Office. It's not purely reliant on this one. This okay. is just something that connects the dots. So clue number three... I need to stop saying so, so much. That's not a clue, but I just realised and it's driving me mental. Okay. Clue number three. Sorry that you're upset, buddy, but you know what they say. When one door closes, another one opens. Don't forget this, though. Okay, so... Whilst we're on the topic of you stopping doing things annoying, can you, like, cut the Welsh accent out as well? What do you mean? Like, you, you want to stop saying so, but can you also, like... Stop? I can't cut out the Welsh accent. Can you not have Welsh I'm accent? Welsh. Uh-huh. I can't cut out Good if Welsh you accent speak because I am Welsh. so number three was I was born in Wales yeah number three was sorry that you're upset buddy but you know what they say when one door closes another one opens don't forget this though don't forget this though clue number one alright mate no need to be a dick is there Uh. So clue number two. So that's that's. If you get any, because you've said it out loud before, and you're ruining it for the audience by saying it. Okay. Well, so I'm not allowed to say it out loud. No. So number one, don't be a dick, mate. That's his first name. Just to reiterate to everyone, to myself, that's his. That's the person's first name. It could. Yeah. It's. 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 No. It, no. Yeah. The first part of his name. But no. Yeah. Kind of. Like, don't be a dick, mate. You've got to kind of think. There's no set regulations with this. Other than the fact that clue, it's 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 like a journey through their name, 
I'm taking you a, through a cryptic and mysterious journey through this person's name. Yeah. Try and think of it as that, and you'll yeah. get. You'll get. You'll get. You will get there. Yeah. Are you? Do you see what I mean? No. A mysterious. No. Journey. No, not at all. Clue number two. Number famous two. David Brent quote from the office. From the office. Clue number three. Sorry that you upset, buddy, but you know what they say: when one door closes, another one opens. Don't forget this, though. Just to piss you off even yeah. more. Uh, How can you tell someone to not do their voice anymore? Opportunity. I can't. This is this is tough, and I really don't want to smell the mug. Can you do me a favour? What? When we do this podcast, can you not have eyes? I could try. Fucking long. So, what have you got written down? I've got number one, dick. Which could quite easily be someone's first name. Oh, Richard. Get in. Is it, though? I don't know. But that is better than dick. And then you've got famous David Brent quote from The Office. And the last time I'm saying it now, because... You know, how uh, do you need me to spoon feed you? I thought you were asking me what I've got for these things. Yeah, but I'm saying the clues again. You fucked I up there, didn't you, you, dick. What do you uh, mean? Right, so Brent quote, what I had was Brent. Yeah. And I couldn't think of any um, things that he's actually quoted because I've watched The Office, but I'm not like, not crazy about the UK version, so I don't, I don't really. Well, then you shouldn't be doing any form of comedy. Uh, oh, sorry, hold on. Okay, that's news to me. Is this comedy? Oh, I, do, I just mean in general. But I, it, I, I wasn't saying this is comedy. So this is, is comedy. comedy. No, I, no, I think you were just... definitely you not were, comedy. Yeah. Right, and this then number three, I don't know. more of a true know. crime podcast. Richard, don't be a dick, mate. I'll, I'll be rich. I'll go for Richard. And then the Brent quote, I don't know. The last one, um, don't forget this, so, though. So you could say that opens. you're struggling and the smell of aged and fermented milk is going to have to go up your nose for a whole five seconds. Well, we didn't specify the time. But yeah, probably. Two se- at least three seconds. Probably. Okay. So, ladies and gents, you know, hope, you know, <sighs> no one's got, got this. Bit of dramatic no irony one's there, got because this. everyone has got it. No one's other got than this. you. Right, let's move on. What have we got next? Um, we have Football Scoop. Football Scoop. Where we scoop some footballs. Yep. I'm all ears, Baker. Welcome to Football Scoop. Um, as I said, we are going to be scooping some actual footballs today whilst we record. Yeah. So what have you got for me? You, uh, this is where you, you tell me a few different interesting things around the world of football um, that I might not know of or just interesting things in general. Yeah, just I, just stories of football this yeah. week or whenever. Okay, hit me with something. It's a good one this week. Um, you know, I know you tend to know football news current football news but yeah. it's just good to discuss it and I like to discuss Lionel Messi and Chile captain Gary Medell's alteration in the copper American alteration Cup. or altercation um, I would say more attempted murder I would no it's just you said alteration and I think you meant altercation no they altered into two <laughs> little no. morons no, fighting you really fucked up there again didn't you yeah, I saved it yeah not really brought so it back their altercation yeah it was weird why can't I speak properly how weird was Messi's reaction though um, he just like he was like throwing his body like every time he got pushed or headbutted just like throwing his body like a jellyfish back I think he just didn't know 
how to react. There was a badger coming at him and he didn't know what to do. For anyone who doesn't know, uh, you know, Messi was uh, kind of like running behind Gary Medell and kind of kicked his heel. Kind of innocuous, kind of not. Which would normally warrant a squaring up or a bit of words. Gary Medell just full on headbutts Messi, the best player in the world. Yeah. I feel, I've, sometimes I feel like Messi deserves that sort of shit because he doesn't. No one deserves to be headbutted that hard. He didn't headbutt him hard. He didn't drop. He just. He, he did hit him hard. Messi was still stood up. Well, his head moved quite significantly. Well, it was a. So, it was a, if you haven't seen it, it was a soft. It was not thick. It was a red card, but it was a soft headbutt. It wasn't like a big. No, headbutt. it was a red card for Messi, and it was a red card for Messi, which was even weirder. That was the weird thing about that. It's, it's absolutely crazy that yeah. Messi got red carded. Yeah, absolutely crazy. He done nothing. I Other don't know how the ref saw it, but he just came up and straight away, red, red, like straight away. Yeah. And do you know what? I'm glad you brought up the ref because it seemed like some Brazilian gangsters were literally keeping the referee's family hostage. He looked like he lost control yeah. within 10 minutes of the game. And it, it obviously impacted the match because like the players were just... Fucking- Argentina won the game in the end, didn't they? Was it 2-0 or 2-1? I actually I think, don't know I the think score. They went on to they went on to win the game. Debar, I saw Dybala scored a yeah. Dybala scored his scored first his ever goal. goal for Argentina, didn't he? Is that but, right? Yeah. Is that his first goal first, for Argentina? Uh, com- competitive goal, competitive I think. Argentina, but uh, the players were going mental on the pitch, and you know Argentina should have had two clear penalties as well. And the ra- it was it uh, Messi's basically just to like paint a picture here, mm. the best player in the world, you know, arguably the best player in the world, yeah. I guess. He he came out and I quote, I didn't uh, want to receive the medal because I didn't want to be part of this corruption. Oh, and oh, so he's called him out, and as a yeah, they think he thinks it's wait a minute, and he said this cup is set up for Brazil uh. because Brazil haven't won Copa America for twelve years. So think about that, but think about this: Dani Alves, who is Brazilian, yeah, a Brazilian legend in some ways yeah. of how good he's been came out and actually said I agree with Messi the referee looked more nervous than we did in terms of Brazilian people right it's but hold on so this game was this game not a third place playoff sorry if I, go, I just got yeah but you I get thought, a medal still yeah but some how is that set up for Brazil I, was it third place yeah oh no I think no, Chile no, no. versus what Messi's saying essentially is um, you know this whole because this isn't the only game where there's been no. ridiculous referee performances. So Danny Alves said that, that about the ref in a yeah. different game. Yeah, I'm assuming. No, he said he he agreed with Messi. Right. Oh, about about, about Messi's the, what decision. he said. Yeah. Well, he's he, he's probably Messi's friend, or he's obviously knew Messi. Well, he's still Brazilian. Barca, so. he's still Brazilian. They're like you could just not say something. But yeah. Well, obviously Messi. This tournament is once again in international football is getting a lot of heat. Uh, as like a player well this is it as oh he's a fraud he's this or that it's so short-sighted it's unbelievable the Messi and Ronaldo debate constantly it's Messi's a fraud Ronaldo's a fraud he doesn't do this he doesn't do that Messi obviously doesn't click with Argentina he hasn't got that same thing that he's got with Barca when he plays for Barca and a lot of people speculate if he moved to a different club or anything like that would he be the same player of course he would yes obviously Argentina's 
his national team and you know he's he's a leader of the country but I think people yeah again so short-sighted on on the Messi and Ronaldo debate it, it's ridiculous so all I saw was Messi's this Messi's a fraud Messi never turns up the referees are fraud mate honestly it's disgraceful but yeah, yeah. moving on mate number two this is a really interesting one I think is the decline of Newcastle's competitiveness under Mike Ashley what's your opinion of Mike Ashley and just very like briefly what as an outsider, as an outsider, if and I, not that I've if got he a similar, was your I've chairman got, of your club, I got a how lot would of, you feel? I got a lot of kind of I can empathise with them in the fact that we've got owners now. Our owners invest. Don't get me wrong. It's in Man United's owners. Yeah, for those so who don't know. so we we do, we do spend money, but we not we don't necessarily have the team's footballing interests at heart. Okay. So our business side of it is coming first. You know, our owners take money rather than put money in because of the because of the financial like kind of the revenue that we will we will generate as a club because of the size of the club. Obviously, we've always got money to spend, but I I, I can empathise with with Newcastle fans because the money isn't being pumped into the club like it should be. Mike Ashley is there for one reason, one reason only. It's not because of his love of Newcastle United. Newcastle, when we say they're a big club though, this is where we've got to be careful. We've got to tread carefully because Newcastle don't win things and they don't have a history of winning things. So we can't start speculating if Ashley pumped money in, they'd be back to where they should be because where they should be or where they have been, a kind of mid-table in the Premier League. Let's be honest. There's potential there. There's potential for a club to to be massive. The, the fan base is absolutely incredible. The stadium, the infrastructure, the city is all about Newcastle United. So it's there, and it's it, it does feel like they're being held back by by this one guy who just will not leave. He says he's going to sell every single couple of years. I'm going to sell now. I'm going to sell now, and never does. So I I feel for them. I really do. That was Alex's brief sorry explanation into my gosh sorry no insightful to be fair yeah. so I haven't even started it by yeah, the way <laughs> you asked me about Newcastle <laughs> I just said no Newcastle I, I like, feel for them no I no no don't the stand. stand right so and obviously just yeah, showing you a table so Newcastle United's achievements and the categories uh, the 12 seasons prior to Mike Ashley's ownership and the other uh, column is the 12 seasons under Mike Ashley's ownership okay. so I'll just say prior and current just to make it easier. Right. So top four Premier League finishes prior, yeah. four. Current, zero. Okay. Seasons playing in European competitions. Prior, 10. Current, one. Domestic Cup finals reached. Two. Current, zero. Progression to domestic or European Cup finals. Prior, five. Current, zero. Highest Premier League finish. Prior, second. Current, fifth. And that was second twice. An average Premier League finish, prior 7th, current 13th. Average finish out of teams in the English football pyramid, prior 7th, current 14th. And relegations from the Premier League, prior 0, current 2. So, as a Newcastle fan explained when I read uh, up on it a bit, uh, just straight from the horse's mouth, this guy said, at least pre-Ashley, we tried to build something. There was a goal to do well even if we came up short on the trophy end. Under Ashley, it all feels relatively pointless. An exercise in top flight existence, which we failed to do so twice, and balance, balance sheet maintenance. Couldn't, like, if there's any, anyone out there listening who isn't clued up on the Mike Ashley situation, just listen to what I just said. 
It's ridiculous. It's the club on. is massive, and you he's know, spot on with that. For, but some people out there are saying, "Oh, he's putting loads of money in." Newcastle fans are spoiled. They don't realise how massive Newcastle United yeah. once were as a club. Again, it's this debate of are you a big club if you don't win things? They were a massive club. But to, to Yeah, it's a debate. Mate, uh, massive clubs win, no, win course, trophies, let's course, be honest. No. But would you say Tottenham are a massive club? They are a massive club. They are. Like, they, oh. they're a huge club. I, I, I talk about massive clubs and I, I look at... Arsenal, no, Man United, Liverpool, and yeah. now let's no, no, be no. honest. Like, I'll, I'll put Chelsea in that bracket because they win things. Look, it's it's if you want to go down that English route, top. I just think some teams are gigantic. Some are massive, like yeah. Tottenham are massive. Newcastle once were a massive club. Look at the infrastructure they have, and Newcastle should be. Obviously, you look at some somewhere like a, a team like Chelsea. And you look at a team like Newcastle and you look at the difference in the support. And this is not me slating Chelsea fans because you've got your diehard Chelsea fans, but the fan base in Newcastle is a different level. You get that feeling when you go up there. I lived up that that, that way for three years. Um, Sunderland and Newcastle, it is absolutely everything. It's similar to Liverpool, similar to Manchester. Up north, you've got that sort of love for the club. And the fact that no one's invested in that Newcastle team and pushed on, they, they did fight for titles. They did, but there was a very consistent theme in what you were reading out there is finals reached, top four or top finishes. They weren't winning things. Yeah, so mate, they needed honestly, someone you to can, take over. I know what you're saying. But they needed someone saying. to take over, come in and drive them onto that next level. Yeah, and they haven't had that. And they have they have regressed under Mike Ashley. I think that's That's under your definition of a massive club, though, isn't it? That opinion. Yeah. I think we can both agree that Newcastle United were a much bigger club before Mike Ashley. They, they, belong, they belong higher, but yeah. then but they, they need investment. It's more potential as a club that I see than rather than being a big club. I see potential to be a big club. I think they're already a big club. They're already a big club. But yeah, that's, anyway, that's move, arguable. Moving on, moving on. Um, clearly, that doesn't resonate with Alex, but. What? Nothing. Oh. Uh, number three, mate, uh, I've got, and this is quite a funny one. It's <laughs> quite a funny one. You look pissed off. No, I just. Oh. No, it's interesting to hear people's, obviously, opinions, and I think. I think it'd be interesting to see what people say if they yeah. hear this and what they think, because I don't think I'm wrong there. I think. But yeah, I think. Number three. Adrian Rabo. Yeah. Look at this picture. Well, just describe what you say. What you see, sorry. Okay, I'm seeing him riding a... What magazine is it? Scooter in Le Keep. Uh, and then the title is Mamma Mia. Yeah. He's on a little... What do, what do they call that in just, Italy? I don't know, like a moped. Just say it's a like moped. a moped, but it begins with P. I can't remember what it is. I know what you're on about. Yeah. And who's he got behind him, holding him? It's a woman, isn't it? Just, well, a, it's just a random woman. Think about it. The title, uh, Mamma Mia. Mia, Le Quip, which is a very respected French magazine. Keep. Uh, he's riding a scooter with his mother on the back. And it's after he signed for Juventus. And essentially, I'm guessing you're out of the loop here, which is fine. No, I know. I know I was. He signed on a free from PSG to Juventus. No, I yeah. He signed from yeah. a free on PSG to Juventus. Is there something I'm missing? Yeah. So why would Lequip put that as their front page? His mother riding on the back of a moped with him with a caption, Mamma Mia. Is I'll his mum his why. agent or something? I'll tell you why. Yeah. yeah. It's, the, it's such great banter from Lequip, honestly. So 
Rabbit's mother, as Alex said, is actually his agent and well, a very aggressive one at that. Uh, she's known to completely control his career, basically. Journalists especially struggle to even get an interview mate with... Uh, is it Rabio? Rabio. Yeah. Even get uh, to get an interview with him. Um, they basically have to speak to his mother, through his mother. Yeah. I don't know if you watch Black Mirror or if uh, anyone... Like yeah. the episode with Miley Cyrus, basically, where... Is that the new, fairly new one? I haven't watched it. Everyone's myself. watched it probably yeah. other than you. And her mother controls her whole career and ends up putting her in a fucking coma because she wants to control her career so much. Right. And then uploads her mind to a computer and then plays her songs. So that's through. what you're comparing Rab- Adrian well, Rabio's it's, it's basically to. what I'm saying is going to happen to him. Yeah. Because she There's is, a few players with um, no, I, no, I that know. have their mums as their agents. Yeah, there's there's plenty of people who and have their brothers, family, family members, yeah. but they don't I think Rashford's completely brother's his agent. Yeah, well, to give you an example, latest incident, um, they landed on a plane in Turin, Yeah, uh, obviously for Juventus. The mum asked for no journalists and there was a camera there. Right. So the mum made everyone wait in the plane until the man with the camera left oh, the airport. So hopefully I've given you a bit of uh, paint a bit that of a picture That is so there. suffocating. Honestly, Imagine mate, being him. I would imagine that she chose his destination then. I can imagine that Rabio, when he's married, his mum will probably be in the bedroom instructing his wife on how to shag him properly. Oh, God. That's how bad it is. Oh, no. It's, well, the picture's inaccurate oh, anyway. Up. It's inaccurate because the mu- she she would be driving the scooter. That's him. true. Yeah, he's, he's she, the one on the front of the scooter yeah. and she's holding on. It'd be the other way around. Mental. There you are. Football scoop, ladies and gentlemen. Football scoop. It's all right. End of the show, mate. End of the show. It's been emotional. It's been fairly emotional. Very. So this I is think I've mainly 10. been crying so much because this coffee mug is next to me and it smells so bad. I've got a feeling I'm going to have to smell that. It's Can I just my say, we're at episode 10. Yeah. Obviously, last week was our penultimate episode. Yeah, this being the... So this is the end year. of the season, mm. but... Okay. Where's this but, going? I'm this is supposed to be the final episode of the season, but we were thinking... We're going to extend this. We're going to have an extension. What do you so mean an extension? We're not going to end the season here. Why? We're not going to end the season. We've Why? got a couple of more episodes, I think, in us before we end the season. Okay. reason I say that is because I've still got about 10 Two Lies and a Truth to do, which I want to get out this season. Oh, great. I want to get it out this season. Oh. Um, and I'm I glad. think we've got so much more to talk about. So I reckon we have an extension. I don't know. I did, funnily enough, we haven't discussed this. Honestly, I don't think anyone cares that much. This is supposed to be our much. last episode. I don't think anyone cares that much. Let's whatever. Just go with it. Okay. So this is not the final episode for anyone who thinks this is the final episode. We will be continuing in this Only season. Only us. thought it was the final episode. No. Uh, I've had my mum and dad asked. If they were they texted saying, Alex, I can't believe this, the season finale yeah. next week. My uh, boss at work said, no. No, no, no one, one said it. No one cares. No Trying to wrap cares. up the show. Yeah, what have we got left, mate? So what I want you... Do? Right, you asked me the question at the start of the show. Five players who play for Man United. I said... Uh, who did I say? We got five Italian players. That was Matteo Damian. Mm-hmm. I came up with Rossi as well. And mid-show, I did come up with Makeda. Yeah. So that's three. There's two more. The answer is there's only three. Is that right? No, there's two more. Two more. The... I, no, I don't know. I might be completely wrong uh, here. You've, you've run out of time. Right. You can't 
you're just stalling. Fine. The other two are Rodrigo Possibon. Oh my God. I was, I swear to God, yeah, last yeah, week, yeah, 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 how yeah. weird is this? Yeah, last yeah. week, yeah. I was yeah. thinking about Rodrigo Possibon. I was thinking, where is oh, he yeah. now? Do you know where he is now? Poor Stoke. Pretty much nowhere. He doesn't exist. He's, compl- he's almost completely, I think he's 30 years old. He's almost completely fallen out of football now. That's it. He's pretty much gone. I think he's retired, actually. How do you go from being a Man United player to absolutely nothing? The next player, Massimo Taibi. I nearly said Taibi. But you didn't, though, did I you? I nearly said Taibi, uh, and then I thought, am I being stupid because he's Brazilian or something? Yeah. Well, fuck. We'd all be speaking German now if nearly's exist. If, What's your two lies and a truth? But some maybes. My two lies and a truth, so you want me to reveal it? So you went with the, um, the story about ravioli. So I finally got baker to choose the ravioli story and i think the way Out of manipulation is to give you the most ridiculous two other stories that you don't have a choice you put a gun to my head you went with iranian first division side malavan were relegated last year because of ravioli the team were decimated after a bout of food poisoning from the ravioli they all had the night before the last game of the season malavan hmm. was safe but for a 10-goal swing in goal difference on the league's final day of fixtures. And uh, Kashkai Shiraz, the team below them, won 4-0. And after losing the final game 6-0, Malavan were relegated from Iran's top division. That is the Ravioli relegation. And we all know the rest of the stories. It's, you've basically got... I'm going to go back over them because no, they're I'm, crazy. I, no, I want to go over it. Do you know why I'm going to go want, back over them? I want to. Do you know why I'm going to go back over them? I'll ask you your thoughts. Oh, thank you. I'm going to go back over them because one of them is true. Ravioli is not true. So I'm wrong. You're wrong. Right. So do you know what? Ravioli is not true. Get your fucking ravioli stories (laughs) and throw them in the fucking sea. One of these days. There's no point in them. One of these days. And do you know what? The only reason I chose it was because you fucking forced me. Who said? We can look no, back. No, Everyone I was can like, hear I you don't say, want to choose it. And you're like, you've chosen it, next feature. <laughs> you've chosen it. Right, let's go back over the first story. We'll just go from the first story. Okay. That is the shot stopper. That's goalkeeper Dusko Kurtalika, Kurtalaka, I can't pronounce his name, was once shot in the head during a game and didn't notice. Hmm. The Bosnian complained of a headache during the match, but continued to play. After the 90 minutes was up, he began feeling worse and was rushed to hospital, only to find he had been shot with a 9mm and the bullet was lodged in his skull. Strange story, that same player has been shot in the head 15 times before, which is why he's so stupid. And he still doesn't know. No, that is the shot stopper. That was So it's either that one or Crocodile999, that is Australian side, Acacia Ridge once fielded, fielded a that saltwater crocodile after running that, out of substitutes. That one's true. Goalkeeper Andre Newman was taken to hospital after dislocating his shoulder, leaving the Aussie side with no other option than to bring on the 12-foot reptilian. The I game think, ended I as a draw. What I, I like about that story, what do you like, is that the game ended as a draw. They put a crocodile on and they still didn't lose. Oh, so it's true. It's one of those. Which one is it? Just put me out of my misery. Just like, come on. The true story this week is shot stopper. That is goalkeeper Duska. He was shot. He was what? shot in the head. Dusko Kurtalaika was once shot in the head during a game and didn't notice. The Bosnian complained of a headache. It's just um, fucking hell. But he continued to play how, for the full 90 minutes. Only when he went to hospital did he realise he'd how? been shot in the head with a 9mm. He is an idiot. 
How can you be shot in the head and not notice? I don't think I don't think stupidity comes in. There. I like, think it does come into it. Funnily. If you get shot in the head, normally I think you it like, does come into it. Funnily, you normally I think die. There's a vague bit of stupidity. I think you just normally die if you get if shot you, in the head. Do you know what else? You're probably right. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't. He survived and didn't notice. Um, so actually, what happens was whilst he was playing, mm. people nearby were shooting off their rifles. Their, oh, don't tell me it was a and their fucking guns. BB gun. No, it was a genuine nine millimeter. He shot it up into the air, and it hit the goalkeeper. He didn't notice. The goalkeeper thought he'd hit his his head on the post or something during the game. Was he standing in the middle of the goal just to make this guy even more stupid? Oh, probably hit my head on the <laughs> goal post and teleported. I don't know, but uh, this Bosnian guy just didn't. He, he didn't even notice. And then there you are. He got shot in the head, and he still survived. <sighs> Right. He's fine. Do you know what, mate? He lives today. This week, I'm going to give you kudos because that's 100% the best two lies and truth you've done. I didn't think you'd get that. I don't think anyone would other have Other than that. the fact you physically... Other than... F- the only thing you could have yes. done more was physically restrain me and force me to say, pick the ravioli story. I th- For some reason in my head, I think you picked the ravioli story. I think I would, though, anyway. Right, would. So, mate, next up, uh, we got the twat list to reveal. Yeah. Uh, people are probably excited for this because if you if you don't get it, you've got to smell that coffee for I don't three want seconds. To smell that coffee. Yeah. Well, have you got it? Have, what have you got? Have you got anything more written down than what you did earlier? No, I. So had, that means you haven't got it. I had the dick mate thing, which is Richard. Can I just have? Like, can you just ease me into the answer so I can but feel you, like I've no, got it? No, but you've already not got it now. Just to confirm, you are going to be smelling just, it. Just go through the clues again with everyone at home. And for me, and I was really I worried that you'd get it. So clue number one was, all right, mate, no need to be a dick, is there? Clue number two was famous David Brent quote from The Office. Clue number three was, sorry that you're upset, buddy, but you know what they say, when one door closes, another one opens. Don't forget this, though. Okay, so, you don't know. Just confirm. You, you're. Was I right with the first clue as Richard? Yes, you were. Yeah? And... I'm, you, you've give, you've thrown in the towel. It's done now. No, I so. haven't. And no, 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 two, you have. You no, have. I've, I've got to go through what I've got. No, no, no. You have nothing else written down. I, I feel like you're doing you. the ravioli to me. Eh? No, but you you haven't got it. You're supposed to get it by now. Is have you got the twat list? Yes. Okay. You you said no. No, I, you said no. So clue number one. All right, mate. No need to be a dick. Is there? Dick is another uh, name for someone called Richard. Um, I put the David Brent one in just in case you didn't get the first one. Bob, you don't watch The Office because you're weird. Famous David Brent quote from The Office. Ooh, you're odd. Ooh, you're odd. It's like a really famous gif on Twitter and everything. Hard. So, you know. Richard Hard. Yeah. Richard. Oh. Yeah. Fucking hell. Sorry that you're upset, buddy. But you know what they say. When one door closes, another one opens. Don't forget this, though. The keys to open the door. Richard Keys. That's my twat list, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Richard Keys. Yeah. Why is Richard Keys a twat then? You don't seem disappointed, so you actually think that was a good one. You just didn't get it. Uh, don't forget this, though. I mean, you could have come up with better clues. What do you... I right. mean, that... You've just Richard was someone, fair enough. Okay, there's someone who didn't get it saying I should become. Don't forget clues. this though. That could be his stuff. It could be his boxes no. of stuff. It could be. No. Don't You'd forget your door. P45. Door open. Open door. Don't forget this. Ah, oh, my keys. Maybe. So Richard Keys Richard is keys. my twat because he 
he's just is, isn't he? Like, you know, the whole, it was just banter saga. And on Twitter, he's just... He's old school. He's just... He's old school. I just think he's an awful pundit as well. And he doesn't belong in this era, obviously. Not at all. But he's, he's in, also... Uh, a, he doesn't belong in, in he's the in industry. the UAE now, isn't he? Doing yeah, TV with Andy Gray. Gray. But anyway, the most important part, mate, I'm going to pass you the mug. Right. But here's the instructions. No. You have to take this off. If I gag Like I that No seriously You have to take it off like that yeah. Put your nose into it mm. You can close your eyes if you want to But you've got to put your yeah, nose Into it And smell it right. For Pass me one, this stupid two. mug Come on Okay Okay Past Alex the mug He looks concerned He's uh. now Twisting the mug He's pulling it off uh. Okay Yeah <laughs> I'm not ready <laughs> Mate, I'm going to be sick I swear <laughs> I'm going to be sick. You're going to be sick. It's three seconds as well. I'm going to be sick, mate. <laughs> so, so, I haven't even smelled it. I swear. <laughs> three seconds. You've got to do it for. You've got one. <laughs> you've got two more seconds. No, I can't. Two I'm more. No, you've got two more seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, there you go. Well, wash your mugs. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Another uh, episode of Gold Poster Jumpers. Groundbreaking. Finish. Groundbreaking sports broadcasting as per up. usual. Right, what have um, we learned? Make sure that you uh, subscribe to us on Apple and Spotify and give us a rating if you can. That'd be really Please appreciated. Do. We've got YouTube launching soon, so look forward to that. Stay stay yeah, tuned for we'll that. Be, we'll um, be announcing that and all that. And we, then we've, we've learned loads, mate. We've learned loads this we've week. We've also learned that Robert Perez played for number Villa. one, played for Aston Villa. Yeah, we've yeah. learned we've learned that Richard Keyes is a twat. We've oh. learned that crocodiles aren't putting goal. Uh, we've learned that Alex is we've learned that mentally sometimes people deranged. don't understand or realise ra- that they've been shot. We learned that, that ravioli happens. stories are never true. One of these days. And that I need to wash my mug. So there you go. Thanks a lot for tuning Thanks in. For tuning in. Really appreciate it. We'll see you again next week. Yeah. Do you know what I feel like? Because it's the final episode. It's not the final episode, Because though, it was the final episode. Right. I feel like when um, Leonardo DiCaprio walks through on Wolf of Wall Street, he says, I'm not fucking going anywhere. And then he walks through. But there'll be no applause. But there'll us. be no applause. But that's us just saying, oh, we're actually, we're actually going to oh, do way, another episode. Yeah, we'll probably just do another episode. Yeah, that's it. All right, see you later, guys. Bye. Bye. See you later. I might, I might have some of that coffee. <coughs> oh, I'm dead. They think it's all over. Oh, my God.